Welcome to the Ben Wood Johnson Podcast. You can visit Dr. Johnson's blog at benwoodpost.com. Dr. Johnson's works can be found at drbenwoodjohnson.com. You can also support Dr. Johnson on Patreon, the link to which is in the description. Welcome back to the Benwood Johnson Podcast. Today is August the 5th, 2019. This is podcast number 33. Uh, we are going to continue our series, our conversation about education. We are going to examine how society informs individual behavior and how the behavior of the individual in turn informs society. In other words, society affects the individual. The individual, in turn, affects society. And it's this dichotomy between who has primacy that often leads to conflict. Uh, the line between individual and the collective is, 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 is blurry. But education plays a substantial role in how the individual perceives the world. Education plays a substantial role in how the collective perceives the individual. So if you were educated to be a certain way and you are not according to that expectation, then you can be in trouble. The same way, if you were, educa- if, if you were not educated to be a certain way and you are that way, then there could be trouble as well. So there's a, there's a dichotomy between who we are and who our society makes of us. In this particular podcast, uh, I am going to talk about education as, as a punishment. And education is a punishment because the individual is coerced into being a certain way. And his failure to be that way could result in unintended or unexpected consequences. As usual, without further ado, let us delve right into it. Um, Before I begin today, um, I'd like to take this opportunity to to send my condolences to the families of the people who have been victimized in El Paso, Texas, and in Dayton. Um, it is sad, sad to see human beings being discarded in such a way. Um, I am not going to get into the politics of gun control and uh, the uh, policy of hate. I have talked about that, at least as far as hate is concerned, and um, some of my books, and one book in particular comes to mind, is the book titled Racism, What Is It? So in this book, I I talked about 
how racism has been turned into a way of life. It is a ritual nowadays. Okay, sort of, it's okay to hate, and it's not only okay to hate; it is also okay to act on that hatred. And that's what I've seen, at least. As an immigrant, I am always afraid. So there's an atmosphere of fear that is driven by several things. But when you hear that ordinary people, human beings being slaughtered in such a way, it, 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 it takes you to a place where you ask yourself, could it, could it, could it, could it have been me? What are our responsibilities as a society towards one another, towards each other? Do we, as a society, have an obligation to protect one another? Not saying that we're protecting one another, but we actually protect one another. And every time you hear those um, atrocities taking place, um, then you have to ask yourself, you have to wonder whether or not we are taking care of one another. We are protecting one another. So I wanted to send my condolences to the families of those who have been victimized one way or another. And this a carnage as it is being portrayed, which is um, a fair assessment of what happened, of human beings who absolutely had nothing to do with whatever the grievances of that individual, these individuals were. So my condolences to all these individuals. Um, this brings us to the point of this podcast today. Today we are going to talk about education as a punishment. So when we talk about education as a punishment, at least from a philosophical standpoint, what are we talking about? In previous podcasts, we have talked about education in terms of the purpose of education, at least how education is understood in society. We have talked about the underlining premise of education in society these days, which is to control the individual. Now the question becomes, how that control takes place? Now, we have to understand that education is supposed to be a means to an end. And that means usually entail you go to school to learn something which will enable you to survive in society. And that survival may range from anything, from getting a job, being recognized, getting prestige, and all sorts of benefits because of that education. So at the end of the day, education in and of itself is a means to an end. So you get, you go to school and going to school is a means. School The school itself is a means. And the end in this case is the benefits that you um, you garner from, from, that, from that experience. Now the question is, is education really beneficial to the individual does the fact of going to school 
automatically translates in getting benefits? If so, to what extent the individual actually wants to go to school? And does it matter that the individual wants to go to school or not? To answer these questions, we have to understand the foundation of education. Of course, we're not going to go into the history of education in terms of how education came about, at least structurally. But we have to take into account the fact that there's been an evolution in the process. Okay? There was a time when going to school was not anything like going to school. And what I mean by that is that there was a time when um, you know, going to school meant um, going to the guy next door who happens to know some stuff. We call him a master. Okay. There was also a time when going to school meant, well, go spend time somewhere. Let's say this old lady or this person in the neighborhood who happens to be home all day. And then your parents send you there. You spend your day there while your parents go, uh, go to work or go do whatever they need to do. Now, those times are long gone. Education is much more structured these days. It is not only structured, it has become a prison to some extent. Because the child has to be somewhere at a certain point in time during the day. Failure of the child to be at that, that place, if you will, that child could be penalized or his parents could be penalized and sometimes there's jail time I mean you cannot not have your kids in school in certain places of course this applies to modern societies right but we're not having a conversation about uh, uh, you know third world education as far as education is, is a luxury right where you want to go to school but the society itself is like we're not going to allow these kinds of people to go to school we're not talking about that of course this is a fact we have to take into account because when we're talking about education as a prison we have to understand that it is not a prison that everybody is supposed to be just some people in certain places are not worthy of that prison okay therefore they have to beg for an education which they seldom get okay but that's a parenthesis i digress a little bit but let's go back to what we're talking about here when we're talking about the structure of education in modern societies it is a prison at least it is a prison-like experience because you are required to be at a certain place at a certain time during the day and when you get to that place, everything about your life is structured. You have absolutely no control over that. There's some entity who decides what your day is going to be like. Your mood during the day could be relative of that person's mood. If the person is having a good day, you might have a good day. And the same is true if the person is having a crappy day and you happen to be that person's students for the day and he's having a bad day and he's gonna you know share that that bad mood with you and you're gonna feel his um, bad moment in time but the point here is that education looking at it from this perspective could only be understood in one way and that is it is a prison it is a place where you're forced to be it is regardless of what the individual wants it is regardless of what is good for the individual okay but, but education these days runs under the premise that it is good for society, okay? 
And when they say education is good for society, is that it is a way to prevent the individual from misbehaving in society. Going back to the concept of a means to an end, you go to learn how to behave in the world. You go to learn how to be in your world. And when you are in a school setting, believe it or not, you don't have time to engage in mischievous activities. At least so we think. Okay? But the idea is that when you are confined somewhere throughout the day, you are forced to behave a certain way. And as a result of being forced to be in that place, and you are forced to behave a certain way, you are under control. And that control is good for society because you, let's say you, were one of those hoodlums who spend your time nagging the neighbors and you know crushing the trees and 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 and, and, and stomping on the flowers and the, the grass and, and the prairies and all that when you are at school you cannot do that thereby uh, the, the environment the, your neighbors get to enjoy a better uh, you know better day a better life experience if you will at least that's this idea so, so the underlying promise of education is control right off the bat but it is a control through punishment and that punishment is achieved through what I call coercion where the individual is coerced into being to school into going to school you are supposed to be in school because the law says so you are supposed to be in school because society says so your parents say so so you, as an individual, has absolutely no power whatsoever as to whether you go to school or not. It has been decided, determined, and you can only see it happen. And if you rebel, you are going to have to pay the consequences. And that is regardless of your age. You could be five years old, you don't go to school, you're going to pay the consequences. You could be 10, you don't go to school you are going to pay the consequences. 15, same thing. Okay? And as you grow older, the consequences are self-imposed. Like, at 25, you don't go to school and you can't find work. Well, don't blame society for that. You don't have a college degree. You can't find a decent work. Don't blame society for that. Okay? You don't have money. You don't have what it takes to live in this society. I mean, your life is not going according to plan. You didn't go to school. Don't blame society. Don't blame anybody else for that. So there's a point where you have to abide by that. So it's not a choice. It's not an option. You have to be a part of it. But the concept itself is based on the notion of coercion. And those, the, the, the coercion that forces you to go to school is based on what I call the law. The legal aspect of it all, which legitimized the coercion. Because as long as the law says so, then there's nothing wrong with it. Because the law is divine. I was being sarcastic by saying that. But it is this idea that once it is written in the law, it is legitimate. Therefore, you have to abide by it. As long as it is legal, therefore it is normal. In some of my books, I've talked about this notion that, you know, the laws of men are not the laws of God. And if God is who men think God is, then God is also man. Okay? Again, this is another parenthesis just to point out the idea that, you know, you know, sometimes 
because it is legal doesn't mean that you're supposed to engage in it. And I'm not condoning criminality in saying that. This is a philosophical statement in terms of, you know, sometimes the law is wrong. And for the most part, it is because it is made by man. And that, that's one of the reasons that you see men going back, changing laws, uh, modifying laws, because that law might have been good at a particular point. But over time, it, it might have turned into something that is not good for society as a whole. But that, but that was a parenthesis. Again, I digressed. So the coercion itself is, is always based on the notion of, uh, you know, of the law. Okay, so, so long as it is legal, therefore, you are also expected to do it. So, but education itself is based on this concept of a legal punishment where you could be punished for not being in school. There are laws against vagrancies. Uh, there are laws against parents not sending their kids to school. So you cannot not be in school. You cannot not send your kids or your children or your child to school. Okay? The laws are against that. So right off the bat, it is coercive in nature. Being in school is coercive in nature. But there are arguments in favor of that idea of, of, of education, the way that it is structured. Um, we've talked about a few of these arguments earlier uh, where we talk, when we talk about the benefits of, 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 of being in school all day uh, for your parents. Perhaps so you are a very active child, and when you go to school, your parents uh, get to take a break, right? So those are the benefits, but it's not a benefit for you. It is not a benefit for the individual. Rather, it is a benefit for those who perhaps around the individual, but it is not a benefit for the individual himself. But some of the, the pro arguments is that, uh, you know, education is good for the person, okay? And that sort of, uh, you know piggyback on what I was saying before in terms of you go to school and it, it is a quid pro quo where you go to school, you get some knowledge, you learn some skills which are going to allow you to be a successful human being. You're supposed to live your life uh, you know, better. You're supposed to have a, a better living experience because you'd have a job and, and, and then you'd be able to afford things for yourself, um, be able to be responsible for your actions and inactions in the world. Therefore, education is good for the individual. Th those are amongst uh, the arguments in favor of, it, of education as it is currently structured. Um, the other argument is that education is good for society. Again, this, this piggyback on the idea that society as a whole benefits from you being in school. Because when you go to school, you learn stuff, you learn skills which you could use in turn to help society as a whole. Let's say you went to school and you learned to become a doctor. And as a doctor, you become an active member of the community where you live, okay? Where you're participating, you're helping the community. Uh, you went to school, you learn to become a lawyer, and as such, you become a, a somebody defending those who need defense in, in your community. Or you become an engineer, building houses, uh, building stuff, and uh, inventing stuff um, that, that are going to contribute to the well-being of the society as a whole. So in, in this case, when we're talking about education, uh, the, the argument pro of it being a punishment is that it is going to serve society as a whole. Uh, another argument is that it is good for the community. Sort of go back to what I said before. It's this idea that you are serving your community because of your education. You are a, a, a useful member of your community because of your education. Uh, because you're educated, you're able to participate actively in your community. Okay. I've also talked about the, the idea that it is good for parents, right? Because you being in school give your parent the opportunity to, to do things they might not have been able to do had you been around them, okay? 
for instance, your parents might go to work, being able to, to provide for you when you come back from school, right? So it is a, a quid pro quo. It's this idea that you go to school, you, you get some benefits out of it, and society gets uh, some benefit out of it. Uh, your parents get some benefit benefits out of it. And so everybody's happy. Okay? It's, it's, it's this world where we say, okay, we go to school and we, everybody gets something out of it. But the question I'm asking here, philosophically, of course, is what are the true benefits of going to school? What are the true benefits of education? Not only for the individual, but also for society as a whole. What are the true benefits? Um, I will tell you right off the bat that there are none. Absolutely none. Now, I'm not saying that education is useless to the extent that you don't have to go. But when we're looking at it from the individual's perspective or from the collective's perspective, are there any tangible benefits of education? Well, the answer is no. Because what happens is that education becomes a cycle where, again, the whole concept of quid pro quo there cannot be tangible benefits in a quid pro quo relationship because what happens in a quid pro quo relationship is that we agreed upon, we, we agreed ahead of time as to what we're going to gain from that relationship. So that gain, because it is agreed upon, cannot be tangible because it is a gain that we made out out of our own understanding of what beneficial is for us. If we believe that going to school is going to allow us to become a doctor or an engineer or whatnot, and we go to school, we indeed became a doctor or an engineer, so we think it is a benefit, okay? And we associate that with being or going to school. In the same way, if society says that you going to school is going to benefit society as a whole, because whatever you become, is, it is going to, uh, you know, trickle down, to use that term, um, you know, to society as a whole, and you go to school, you become a doctor, and as a doctor, you're serving the community, then, yeah, in that sense, society is going to say, well, we benefit from you going to school. But from a, from a tangible standpoint, have you really benefited from that education? Or has society really benefited from that education? And the answer is, is no. Now, no, 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 bear with me here. Because we have to understand, what is education in the first place? If we're going to define education as a means to an end, then yeah, you becoming a doctor, it is going to be beneficial for you or beneficial for society because it accomplished its end. It's just, that, that, that's what the purpose of education was in the first place. It was designed to be that way. And if it did what it was supposed to do, then it did well. It's okay. But that's not how I see education. That's not how education should be defined and understood. There's more to education than you becoming a doctor. There's more to education than you becoming a lawyer. There's more to education than society benefiting from your skills and talents. There's more to education than that because after all, you don't have to go to school in a prison-like atmosphere in order to do those. Okay? I could serve my community. I could contribute to my community even if I were not educated 
as per the standard understanding of, of what education is in modern society. And society could benefit from my presence even if I didn't have a degree or anything that was given to me by an entity that legitimate what is it that I can do. I could be a valuable member of my community without an education. I don't have to be Dr. X or Lawyer Y to be a useful member of my community. Thereby, the concept of going to school in order to serve your community sort of like sort of it, it doesn't make sense at this point. Because if we're going to look at education as you going somewhere, education is not supposed to be a place where you go to be. You shouldn't go to school to be. Because being is not incumbent upon you having a degree. Education should be a place where, if you have to go to that to a place to, to get it, it should be a place where you learn to discover the world. You learn to discover yourself in the world. You learn to learn about everybody else in the world. You also learn to respect the realities of your world. If you are educated and not inculcated information about how life is, but you know about the world the way it is, you're going to be a much more malleable individual. You don't have to be coerced to respect the law. You don't have to be coerced to be a good citizen. You're going to know that it is important to be a good citizen. You're going to, under, you're going to understand the importance of being a good citizen. You're, you're going to understand that. And you are going to be um, you know, a, a, a model citizen if need be. You are, going, you are going to follow the law because you're going to know. It suits everybody that we follow the law. You, you are going to be a model citizen if, if you understand the importance of helping one another, of loving one another, not hating one another. When you go to school where everything about your life is designed for somebody to be either ahead of you or behind you, then... When the shoe is in the other foot, you are going to react accordingly. Now, so many kids have lost their minds. So many people, I'm not going to say kids, just to target kids, but so many people have lost their mind, have lost their essence in the world because they were, they were educated the wrong way. They were told things about the world that, as they grew older, found out that that weren't true at all. But they're confused because they're, all their lives they've been told that's how the world is. And as they grew older, they found that that, that that wasn't the case at all. They're confused. That's a perfect recipe for insanity. And then if you, and if you live in a society where things that are not true about the world are being repeated, echoed by people who are in power, people who are in positions to know better, and you went to school to be and you cannot be because apparently some other entities in society are being in lieu of you then it is a perfect recipe to act irrationally to lose your mind and go out and hurt people hurt families for no reason at all so we have to understand what education is and what it is supposed to be when we force the individual to be a certain way, there's a point where it is against human nature. There's a point where the inner side of the person is going to come out. The beast, 
that is within is going to come out. Don't give that beast a reason to come out. And in a society where people are enlightened about the world, about their world, they do not encourage imprisonment of any human soul. They should not encourage the imprisonment of any person in any way, in any way, shape, or form. Because it is against the human nature. Because at some point, the, the, the person is going, to, is, going, is going to want to break free from that prison. And more often than not, they're going to behave in ways that damage society rather than helping society. So the perceived benefits we had in an educational system where the individual is, is, is being taught to be strictly this way or that way, at some point, we realize it was not a benefit at all. Therefore, that benefit was never tangible. It was a make-believe. We, we thought it was. We believed it. The value of education is not punishment. The value of education is not coercion. The value of education for the individual is enlightenment. If you know something about the world that the other does not, Teach him about it. Tell him about other people. Tell him about other culture. Tell him why we need to be one. We need to be together. Tell him why it is important for us as a species to stick together. Tell him that your skin color has nothing to do with your worth as a person. Your social status has absolutely nothing to do with you being a human being. Tell him that. Don't teach him to be a doctor. Teach him what being a doctor means. Don't turn him into a useful member of society. Explain to him why it is important to be a useful member of society. When you have an educational system that, that teaches the individual to discover the world, not to be in it, then the individual is going to get some tangible benefit out of that experience and those benefits are going to last because the individual is not educated rather the individual is enlightened and I think there's a huge difference